Welcome to the Blood Cancer Experience, a podcast series presented by the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society of Canada. This series connects people affected by blood cancers to their community with stories of hope, healing, and help. Hi, I'm George Athens. Thanks uh, for joining us on today's podcast. We are speaking with Jeanette Castillo from Calgary, Alberta. The topic of our conversation is Philadelphia Positive Acute Lymphoblastic Leukemia, also known as PH plus ALL. Thanks for joining us, Jeanette. Oh, thanks for having me. Uh, this is a, uh, an honor to be on this podcast. So let's start with um, a little bit of background uh, on yourself and your experience with being diagnosed with this type of blood cancer. Yeah, so uh, let's begin. Uh, in 2007, uh, in August, I was diagnosed with ALL um, with a subtype of Philadelphia chromosome. Um, and so the doctors told me that I had a 3% chance of surviving, um, which I, I told them that, you know, well, it's better than 0%. Um, so I had some hope there for sure. Uh, you know, having a healthcare background, um, you know, I knew what kind of cancer it was going to be. It was the aggressive type. So it was, you know, uh, well known that, you know, the percentage of surviving was going to be low. Um, but other than that, being young and healthy at the time, uh, 29 years old, um, you know, there, there was a chance that I can get over, you know, to, the, to where the grass is greener for sure. So, but definitely, you know, it was, it was a long road. Um, it was scary uh, for sure, uh, but lots of uncertainties and, you know, the, the medications, you know, they didn't lie. They, they will make you sick. Um, but, uh, you know, like I said, when I was diagnosed, um, some of my symptoms were, you know, I had a swollen foot, um, just feeling really tired and, you know, just feeling like my, you know, feeling like living my everyday life, you know, I felt healthy and good. So um, that's kind of the start of how, uh, you know, this journey began. It sounds like with that percentage of odds uh, that you gave us at the start that you must be an optimist. Yeah, yeah, well, I try. <laughs> like, um, like I said, I, you know, having that healthcare background, you know, seeing people you know, being at their lowest and then, you know, seeing it, seeing them at the end of the end of the tunnel and seeing their recovery, like that, that's really what I had um, really going for me was just kind of that. I think I'm going to be okay. Yeah. Uh, like I had that feeling um, even going through it. I, when I was newly diagnosed, my doctor was asking me, do you know what, do you know what leukemia is? And I'm like, yep, I do. <laughs> it's a type of cancer. And so you know, I didn't think I would ever be diagnosed. I, I would, I was a runner. I was, um, you know, e eating well, I have a nutrition background, so it really can happen to anyone. And, and really you just, you just get to the point where you're just, I'm going to just take it one day at a time and let's just see where this, this journey is going to take us. What was the process you went through when you were first diagnosed then? Yeah, so the pro process was um, when I was newly diagnosed, it was basically, um, you know, right away, a chemo um, immediately, uh, starting at like it was say, 
and I still remember the days it was like, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, starting at uh, the chemo treatment. And then following after that, it was basically, um, you know, we're going to see if you can, you know, with the stem cell transplant, we're going to be testing all, all your siblings um, to see if they're a match. And then, you know, right then and there, it's going to be, um, you know, radiation and all that. So, you know, you hear, you hear all, you hear people and patients going through the treatments and, and you get to the point where you're just like, well, I guess, I guess this is like, I keep saying it's my journey. And so that's really how I took it. Um, you know, just kind of like, I'm just going to go, go with the flow. I'm just going to, you know, just kind of take it as it comes, right? Whatever comes my way, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna have to deal with it when that time comes. I'm not going to let myself worry and stress about it. Now, is there anything um, you would have liked to have known when you were uh, diagnosed at that time that would have been helpful? I think um, is someone telling me not to be scared. Um, you know, I think that's a hard thing for someone to ever say something that to, to someone who is newly diagnosed with a, with a blood cancer. But, um, you know, for me to tell even someone going through it right now, I, I'd be like, it's okay to feel scared. It's okay to feel those uncertainties, um, you know, without, I heard this quote and I have to say, I have to share it because um, it just kind of it resonates with me now where, where I'm at right now. And, and it's uh, a quote from a comedian that, that I, that I follow. And it was, he said, it's okay to be afraid. You can't be brave or courageous without fear. And that really sticks with me where I, where I am in my, in my life and my journey post-transplant um, and all that. So uh, I wanted to share that with you, George. So uh, um, hopefully that if someone's listening, you know, they can take that too. Let's call it words to live by. Yeah, right, right, yeah. How was your doctor when you um, first got into the treatments and he explained all of this to you? Was was that um, process okay? Yeah, it was. It was, um, you know, like I said, working in, in the healthcare myself, and I know that, you know, some others who, who are probably listening um, don't have that background, but I really had a lot of trust with the, with the doctors I was working with. Um, I saw many doctors uh, in whatever situation um, I was going through, right? Um, you know, whether it be uh, because I was so young, you know, you get asked the question, uh, do you, are you thinking about having kids? Do you have kids? And it's just like, you know, everything is overwhelming and you're just like, okay, yeah, I'm thinking about it. So then you're end up seeing like, you know, um, um, you know, like a specialist, right. Who, who deals with, uh, you know, um, um, you know, ovaries and, and all that, but it's, it, it was quite overwhelming, like, but everyone worked as a team, everyone listened to what your needs were. And basically they were, um, you know, getting the help that you needed. And so that's why I felt like I had so much, I had, I had a lot of trust with them because they knew what they're talking about. I understood what they were talking about. I asked questions. They answered the questions to the, to the lingo that I could understand. Um, everyone was good. Yeah. 
well, believe in the science, if you will. So (laughs) I'm wondering then, let's say outside the um, medical arena, what kind of support did you get um, from others, let's say uh, family and friends and how helpful uh, was that? Oh, it was, it was really helpful. Um, I basically had a circle of friends and family, my husband, uh, who all supported me, um, you know, when I needed something more than, more than, um, you know, friends and family support, you know, psychosocial was there for me. Um, but yeah, they, they, they listened you know, they made me laugh, they made me cry, we cried together, you know, I got mad, they let me, they allowed me to have all these feelings that I was having. And, um, you know, it it was very helpful when, you know, maybe one or two of your friends have have been touched by cancer from, you know, from a different type of cancer. Um, But, uh, but other than that, they were very supportive. Uh, Like, I actually had a schedule a calendar uh, in my, in my room when I was being treated. And it was, um, you know, it helped me look forward to the days that, you know, looking forward to something, you know, rather than, okay, I'm getting this type of chemo today, or I'm going for radiation today, you know, it kind of like the, the, my new, my new job kind of thing. Like, this is what's going to happen to me today at, you know, between 12 and 12 and two 30. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I had, I had someone, scheduled in to come see me and come talk to me. So that was, that was, that was my circle of uh, support. So post-cancer, how do you think your life has changed? How has this journey impacted you? Um, It's like, I always tell people it's made me live a life to a higher level. Um, you know, I, I, I reflect a lot, um, you know, weekly, I try to do it, you know, daily, but, you know, you, you, when you go through something like this, you try to, you want to continue and start living your life again. Right. Um, and certain things, when people ask me, you know, like, you know, like yourself, George, it was like, you know, can you tell me when you were newly diagnosed? And I'd be like, Oh, I can't remember if it was my left foot or my right foot that was swollen. And it's because I'm at a level now where I've been 14 years, um, you know, post uh, transplant that uh, I obviously have been living my life. Uh, so I'm starting to forget a few little things like details, um, you know, certain meds that I was on because it's, it's forever changing all the time because of the research um, that's happening uh, out, out there. So yeah, that's where I'm at today. Did the LLSC help you in any way um, in, in terms of knowledge or information? And- yes, 100%. Yeah, 100%. The patient uh, service manager at the time, um, there was a connection there, uh, some history uh, with the family, with her family and, and, and uh, a friend, uh, her, her sister was uh, a friend of mine. And so there was some connection. It was, it's weird how the universe works, George, because um, you know, if it wasn't for that name or that poster that I saw at the hospital, I probably wouldn't have called and reached out to them. Um, but something, I don't know, I call it my little angel, something told me just, you need, need to connect with them. So I did. And, um, with all the programs that they have, the first connection program, 
they, yeah, that really helped me a lot. Um, speaking to the person that uh, I connected with really was a game changer. Um, because when you're, when you're going into the game, and I like to call it that, is because the game of the treatment is what I'm referencing to, is you, you don't know, you don't know the rules, you don't know, um, you know, some of the things to be expected, right, you know, so I kind of had to bring that line of defense, like, kind of like, okay, I need, I need to, I need to know what I need to do to, like, tackle this cancer, and so, uh, this person from the first connection program really gave me some tips, almost like, you know, that mentoring and coaching. And it was like, this is what I did. This is what happens, you know? Um, and that's why I'm, I'm, you know, um, a long, well, I feel like I'm a long time ambassador for LLSC, um, part of that program. Um, because without that person, I don't know where I'd be today. Well, congratulations. Um, as we wrap up quickly, um, do you have any advice for others who might've been diagnosed with a blood cancer? Yeah. Um, I just want to leave with like, like a couple things that, you know, it's, it's okay to cry. Um, it's okay to be mad. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to have all these feelings. Um, and, it, and remember, it's okay to always ask for help. Um, that was one thing that I struggled with. And, but when you start to let go and just, just go with the flow is just, just ask for help when you need it. Um, it's okay to take one day at a time, one moment, one minute, one second, um, because it's your journey. Wonderful advice. Uh, a very nice way to finish things. And thank you so much for this, uh, heartfelt conversation, Jeanette. It's been a pleasure. Oh yeah. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much, George. This was, this was really good. Thank you. This podcast was made possible thanks to the support of Palatin Labs. If listeners have any questions about this podcast or need any support or resources to navigate your experience, I encourage you to connect with the Community Service Manager in your region. For more information, visit bloodcancers.ca. If you liked our podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. You can find us wherever you access your favorite podcasts. We also welcome any ideas for our program, so we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email with your suggestions or comments at info at bloodcancers.ca. Until next time, stay well and stay connected. Thank you for listening to The Blood Cancer Experience, a series of podcasts presented by the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society of Canada. We are committed to supporting the blood cancer community through programs, services, and research.